Footy Live's Preview Palooza is brought to you by Simmons Homes. Every day across Australia, it's tools up for Team Simmons because their people stand by their promise to start building your new home on time and on budget. So if you're ready to join the hundreds of Australians they're welcoming home each month, talk to Simmons, the great Australian builder. Hello and welcome to Sportsmates Footy Live Preview Palooza. I'm your host, Jimmy Zabo, and this 2022 preseason, we're going to take a look at each team in anticipation for the start of the season with special super fans from around the country. Make sure you hashtag Footy Live on your socials to get involved in the chat and download Sportsmates suite of apps to stay up to date with your favourite sports. Today, we're taking a look at Port Adelaide with Anthony Alessiani from the Pair Podcast. Welcome, Anne. James, it's a pleasure to be back on Sports, mate. Uh, looking forward to this season and previewing Port Adelaide. Mate, I've missed you. The last time we spoke was what? what when was it? November? Whenever it was. We spoke at the end of last year. How have you been since then? Uh, yeah, it was the um, trade period, I think. We were getting yep. into the groove of things. And it's been pretty low-key, to be honest, trying to um, get a bit of a head start into this year and planning mm. ahead for content-wise and also um, keeping a close eye on what Port Adelaide's been doing. So... Yeah, it's been, been pretty low-key. What about yourself, mate? Mate, I've been good. I've been good. I had a kid since I last spoke to you. So, oh, um, really? Yeah, enjoying dad life. No sleep, man. No sleep for me. <laughs> I feel like Port fans after that prelim yeah. just couldn't get, can't get it, get shut eye. Oh, just there it is. all night. Yeah, mate. I'm, I know. How are you feeling I'd, after that? You're still distraught. I'd rather a kid. Yeah, yeah, for lie. sure. I'm yeah, going to rather no, a kid. Fair enough. It's um, a very good. It's it's a good experience. You should try it. Is there any kids on the horizon for you in the near future? No, nah, no chance. I'm lucky enough to take care of myself, let alone another little one. So um, I think that might be a few years away. But <laughs> I think we'll hey, wait. Speaking of kids, happy fifth birthday. Now you're very mature for five. No, but I saw last <laughs> week, mate. Uh, five years since you started uh, your podcast. So congratulations. Thanks, mate. It's been a hell of a journey. Um, a lot of highs and definitely with the lows on field, but uh, I've loved every minute of it and it's given me a lot of opportunities and I'm here with you. So that's right. it's well, done now you really well. Dream. <laughs> yeah, I am dream now, mate. You've made boxes it. right now. <laughs> Good man. Hey, let's go quickly. We'll have a look at last season. We know how it ended, 71 points against the Dogs. But, I mean, again, home and away season, two years in a row did well, but it's two prelim losses in a row. It was a good season, home and away. And then there was that talk, you know, you can't beat the top sides. Port can't beat them. But the last round of the season, you did. So we kind of thought, hey, maybe they are the real deal this year. Then you lost. Well, you got a Brownlow medalist. How do you look at the season in a whole? It's it's tough because as a Port fan, I uh, I looked at it two ways. Like you look at it as a progressive thing uh, under Ken Hinckley. And hmm. We've gotten to two prelims in a row and we were kind of thinking, oh, maybe 2021 was it. Then you look at it as a, a season on a standalone point, um, and it's very successful. You know, there's 10 other teams that didn't get to play finals that would have loved to be in Port's position. So it's a hard one to adjust to. I think it's just a little bit frustrating that we went down the way we did in that prelim final and sort of soured what was a pretty successful year. Um, and just recently, the club announced a, a massive profit from last year as well. Mm, so I saw that. Major- majority of it is positive. But it's just yeah that one result that lingers in everyone's in everyone's head. So that's right. It, it was good, but I think uh, yeah this this year is going to tell a big difference for us sport fans. Is it? Are you under the pump? Is Ken Hingley under the pump? Because I mean it's so weird to say that a coach might be under the pump making two prelims in a row, but it's kind of like we've been there and just failed at the last moment. What's the next step? 
Like, is he under the pump if you don't make a pre- or you don't make the grand final? I think he's under the pump. I think, yeah. and it's funny, he's probably not under the pump media speculation or in house in terms of you know inside the club. He's under the pump from us Port fans. I think, mm, yeah. Um, which you know, Port Adelaide's a very community driven club. It's um, a lot of fans do have a, a, pr- a pretty good say in what happens, and a lot of our reputation is driven by fans. Mm. Um, so I think. It depends how he goes. If we have another pretty good and successful home and away season, then I'll suggest that I reckon he might continue on. He still has another year on his contract, so yeah. there's no reason to sack him. But I think if there's a poor season ahead or there's no success in finals, I personally think a grand final is the minimum. Minimum. We've had enough. Yeah, we've had enough now. It's, it's There's two prelims uh, in the last two years, no finals for a few years before that. and is the, I think... At some stage this year, he breaks the record for the longest coaching term without making a grand final appearance. Mm. What are your so, thoughts on him? What are your thoughts on him personally? I personally think he's the coach to take us to that flag. I, I believe that since day one. Yeah. Uh, it's it. There's a lot of reminiscing about taking it back to the early 2000s where we kept losing in prelims, and finally that one came in 2004. Uh, I hope. It's a repeat this year, you know, 20, 2002, 2022, sorry. Um, it maybe goes that way for him, but he's got the squad. He's got the talent. I'd just mm. say now's the time. Yeah, so what went wrong then? Like, is it a mentality thing that you can't beat the top teams? Or But you did. You, you got it done at the end of the season. That was one game. But to lose by 71 points, I mean, is it a mental thing? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. We've always had a big question mark over our mental capacity in the big moments and the big games and you're right we we took that monkey off the back in terms of beating the dogs in round 23 and our last six games of footy were magnificent I think mm. they were almost as good as Melbourne's form going into the finals uh, and then we saw the Geelong game at home in a qualifying final and we didn't give them hope during that time so I think I think with more so going to the prelim we believed we had already won it everyone mm. ticked us off saying we should beat the dogs they've had a hard yeah. road into finals but for us, it's almost like that's that's the opposite of what will happen. We're mm. going to lose this because uh, we've had such an easy run. Did you cry? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's funny too. I didn't. Um, I didn't actually end up going because I played my footy grand final that day. Oh, you fake supporter! Be... Oh no. yeah, I got it. No worries. <laughs> um, yeah, I played my footy grand final that day. We yeah. lost that, and I was like, "Oh, oh that's well. right." I remember you telling me this. I think yeah, I told you lost. You. you had two losses in the same day. No wonder you yeah, cried. Was, that was the worst day of my life. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, cried while I was at the grand final um, ceremony that we had afterwards. Um, and yeah, that was drowned the sorrows that night. That's for sure. That's all right. This season, things are looking up. We'll look at the ins and outs here for Port quickly. I mean, Finlayson, oh, I don't mind. I don't mind that for an in. Sam Skinner, uh, uh, Josh Sin, heard good stuff about him. He looks good. Uh, Hugh Jackson, uh, don't worry about it too much. Uh, you got a Burgoyne in there. I'm really interested, though, Finlayson, um, Skinner, and Josh Sin. What do you think of them as ins? Um, Finlayson's a very, I thought at the time, a very smart pickup because mm. a lot of people are like, oh, why are we getting him? Um, you know, well, what's the point of that? We got him for, I think, a, a future third pick, something like that, in that in that trade. And yeah. it was almost a steal because Dixon's on the way out, I think. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, his body's still going to hold its questions. I watched him in the intra-club match last yeah. week and he looked very, very good, very slick, um, both up forward, playing in a ruck role as well. So Ooh, if nice. we don't go with that two-ruck uh, option that a lot of people have been talking about with Hayes and I said, Finn Mason as that second ruck could come in handy. So um, him along Skinner, I think, is a very good handy uh, backup if there is an injury plague for our defenders. Yep. Very good for South Adelaide last year. And Joshy Sin, he'll play round one. I'm telling he'll you now, he'll yeah, play. Yeah. He's locked in for me. I think his chasing ability and um, skill as well for a, such a young, talented kid um, is something we're missing at the moment is that pace and that run uh, that, and to hit a target because we don't mm-hmm. do that too often going inside 50. <laughs> so it'd be nice to do that. That's true. A little bit of issues, yeah. Up, up forward. I mean, defense is real solid, but up forward, you need some. You need some goals. What about Trent Dumont? Um, picked him up as a rookie. Uh, where do you reckon he fits in? Uh, he's definitely one of those fringe players. I think uh, sort of like a Sam. I reckon he can definitely break in to um, to the side eventually. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think he's injured at the moment too, so I don't know mm-hmm. if he'll if he'll make a a big impact early on in the season, but he's definitely there for some, for some depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone else who's injured is uh, Orazio Fantasia or Fantasia. Is uh, how much does he uh, does he hurt his absence? It's not how long will be he be out for? Because he went under the knife. What was it last? Was it last week? I think Thursday or something like that. Yeah, he went under Thursday, um, and I think he'll end up being. I think they said around eight weeks. So yeah. early on in the season, he'll probably miss the first four or five rounds, which. If he doesn't need surgery later on in the year, I'm more than happy to get him under the knife now. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. He's he's an exciting player, and you know you've got those options up forward. I mean, you've got your sneaky. I mean, there's Robbie Gray. He's in. He's set for another big season, isn't he? He's got one more <laughs> left in him. How long for Robbie Gray? Ah, oh, to be honest, I've said said it for the last three years. This will be Robbie's last. This will be Robbie's yeah. last. Um, <laughs> he keeps going. He just keeps going, and I'm hearing like he's had the best preseason in about four or five years. No injuries, looks fit and firing, and he's back to his best. So, oh, back to, yeah, you never know. Uh, the amount of times I've heard back to his best from a preseason, I'd be rich if I had a dollar <laughs> every time I heard that. But I trust Robbie. I just hope he stays uh, fit, and he'll be dominant again. Dominant again. I like yeah. it. Tell me about that intra club that you watched last week. Just three big takeaways. So we had, you know, one you were talking about, Finlayson, maybe going in the rock. Tell me another couple of things that we you, you picked up in the intra club. Um, there was a actually a little bit. There was actually a lot, actually, but mm. a lot of little ones, not uh, one standout here or there. Todd Marshall, yep. um, Port fans out there, I think, have been very sceptical on him and his development over the years. He's shown glimpses. Also been a bit uh, on the edge in terms of selection and stuff. He was going into contests with no thought process, um, taking great contested marks, slotting his set shots and really just dominating and demanding the footy, which is something mm-hmm. I've said he needs to do for the last couple of years now. Um, him and Georgie Artis, the combination will work really well, I think, yeah. uh, with Dixon and Finlayson, whoever's taking part. Um, the other one was Jackson Mead. Now, he's Hi. been a, obviously a father-son to uh, to Darren. Um, he's a big-bodied midfielder, but he's got a little bit of pace about him and can mm. kick some goals. Had an interrupted season last year with a broken spleen um, and then missed the year before with COVID. Um, 
you know, interrupting a lot of the younger players. So he's ready and set and firing for a, a good season ahead, probably in the Magpies to start with, but yeah. he could play round one. So cool. there are probably a couple of things and then other like little, little subtle ones here or there. What about what about Pal? Sorry, mate. Sorry for interrupting. What about Pal Pepper? Because I know oh. I, apparently he made a uh, bit of an impact. But has he got a point to prove? Because he wanted to go to West Coast. Doesn't even like Port. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was building to that, James. Oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry for interrupting. <laughs> nah. I apologise. I know how you like to do that. You like to build up to the big, I like big to story. Build There's a lot of meat here. Yeah. Um, yeah, really good, Peps. He was very impressive from the outset. They put him on the white team, which was. The team probably pretty much of the rest. You know, they okay. had the black team, which was based around a 22, I reckon they're looking at yeah. for round one. He was leading the white team, absolutely dominant, kicked three goals in a quarter. Ooh. If I had to say about the amount of possessions he had, it would have been about 40. 40 um, and they switched into the black side after halftime and it was still a very good um, asset for them too. So, yeah, mm. as he said, he's got a point to prove. Yeah. I don't think he hates Port. I think it was just more so that yeah. he's been pretty – I don't know, content, you know, just going with emotion. But now that they've said, all right, you need to kick up the ass, let's mm-hmm. go. Um, and he's got a point to prove. So hopefully it carries through for 22, se- uh, 22 games and not just the preseason games. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. Hey, a lot of people are saying that Charlie Dixon is is the most important player because when he fires, Port fires. But are you over-reliant on him in the forward line? 100%. Yeah. 100% we're over-reliant. He's our most important player. He's our barometer. Mm-hmm. So if he's kicking two goals, we're winning that game. Um, but if we're kicking – it's funny. When he kicks four, five, or six, we lose because no one else is doing – Yeah. Kicking the goals. So it's it's hard for Charlie because he is that big key factor in our forward line, stands out. Um, but I think this year we've got to look for other options. I've said in multiple predictions and – and talking to a few other people, Georgie Artis is the one for us this mm. year. He should be the main target. Dixon and Marshall can work their magic around the ground a bit more. Georgie Artis one-on-one, I think, is... I mean, body-on-body, body, maybe not. But in the air, I don't think you can stop him. Yeah. You know who who else you can't stop? Uh, Tom Hawkins, unfortunately for you. He's kicked 17 <laughs> in, his, in his last in his last four against the power. I think that's the only one. Though. Like Aaliyah, Aaliyah and Tom Jonas doing a great job. They do a great job. All season, he's he's basically the only player who does it to you. But Aaliyah, Aaliyah, how good is he going to be? Can he get any better than than what he showed last year? Well, that's the question. Is mm. it for me? It's like, oh, I love Aaliyah, Aaliyah, great defender, looked sensational last year. Yeah, does he get targeted a bit more now because yeah. he had that such a good season? Mm. Um, or was the season just an anomaly? And maybe you know, it maybe gets a bit, um, I don't know, grounded as such now. I'm not 100% sure. I'd back him in for another fantastic year. He's a key mm. component now, and he lets people like Jonas, Cleary, or McKenzie um, you know, really focus on their one-on-one, which is has been a little bit of a struggle of ours of late. And um, I'm, I'm glad he's come from Sydney. I'm glad he's found a home. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's another one to watch, I think, this year because he could do anything. Yeah, hey, speaking of that, you know, when you – players get targeted. What about Ollie Wines? Because not everyone predicted him to win the Brownlow. What's going to happen this year when he is targeted? They notice him. Is this year you could expect a little bit of a dip? We'll be back after a quick break.
don't think I don't think you'll expect a, another thirty-six vote season. Yeah, uh, and I'm not saying he won't do it. I'm just saying I, don't, I wouldn't expect it again because you know, as a midfielder, he's always been that big key factor in our midfield. It's whether or not he could do it consistently, and he found that season where he did it. So I, whether or not it's hard to tag him too because he's built like a brick shit house. Mm. Like he is massive, um, yeah. and seeing him in the intra club last week. He looked fit, firing, ready to go again. So I, you can tag him, but put someone else that's big on him. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Hey, good. As someone who might run with him, I reckon Zach Butters. What does a fit Zach Butters do to this side? Because, mate, he's got so much potential. Then the injuries hit. But I reckon he, he get, he's got a good preseason under his belt, gets the midfield minutes. He's a freak, man, this kid. I can't wait. Uh, See, so this is one of the things that a lot of I've seen a lot of like articles and a lot of stories posted. How can Port Adelaide improve? Can they actually improve? Mm. People got to remember that we had no Xavier Dersma for half a season. Connor mm. Rosie was playing with a knee injury for majority of the year, and Zach Butters only played the last six games of the yeah. year. Basically, a fit and firing Zach Butters coming off the half forward line, going into the midfield, is the best thing that could happen to Port Adelaide this year. If we're going to win a premiership, that's just what's going to happen. Zach Butters probably, and him and Charlie Dixon become the most important player because they're Ooh. barometers. Yep. Barometers win games. It's not the, your big key name players. It's your barometers. It's the ones that play your role, are able to kick the goals or you know really take the team with them, with their attitude. And Zach Butters, well, he has attitude, he has skill, <laughs> and um, he's got the ability to win games. And, if him and say Connor Rosie are firing, Fantasia comes back fit, Robbie Gray has the best year that they're supposedly saying he's going to have again. Um, makes me excited, but it's an yeah. intra club match as well, so I can't be too. No, you get excited. This is the time of year you can. I can feel it too. You're starting to shake, Ant. I, I love it, mate. You're getting excited. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to, because you're so excited, I can tell. I'm not going to ask you how far can they go. I'm going to say, is there any reason they can't win the grand final? This is Port's year, surely. Well, last year we had so many injuries and I thought that was going to stop us, but it, we still got to a prelim. True. The only the only thing that stops Port Adelaide this year is um, um, it's the part of me that's saying if we get to a prelim and it's at home. <laughs> you don't want to play at home. I think Port Adelaide win the premiership if we finish third and we play at home, uh, away every single week. Wow. What so is it? Is it the pressure at home? Too much pressure. I think that's partly that. Mm. I think it's a it's a real advantage, but it hasn't worked in the past. Um, twenty twenty, Richmond lost. Twenty twenty one, last year the Dogs lost. Twenty seventeen, elimination final, West mm. Coast lost. The last prelim we played before that was against Hawthorne at the G, and we only got within three points, and we weren't touted to win that because there was no pressure on us. So. This might you're right, man. Because well, you finished first two years ago, then you finished second. This year, you finished third, and you win a grand final. How good is that? I, I, I just it's the way I'm. It's I've got to think outside <laughs> the box now because I can't keep saying, "Oh, we'll finish top and win the flag." It's not that simple anymore. <laughs> yeah, is it hard? Because like, say you win. So let's look at the first six that you've got. You've got Brisbane, Hawthorne, Adelaide, Melbourne, Carlton, West Coast. When you win these early games, do you kind of are you? Do you just think in a final straight away? Because you're like, well, man, we, we, we did well the last two seasons, home and away. They're not that important. We just want to – we can't wait for finals. But, I mean, is that – do you have that, that feeling? Um, I always look at the first six and point out how I wanted to finish that first six, um, and that's four and two. 
I think if we come out of that four, four and two, yeah. two um, then I think we're in a pretty good stretch because that middle part of the year actually looks pretty pretty good considering we've got a lot of home games in there. Um, we get the showdown out of the way early, which I kind of like because um, we do quite well on those of late. Um, yeah. Are you going to wear the, the uh, prison bars? Not in the first game. They won't allow us, unfortunately. No. Do you reckon they'll allow for the game, second one? The last game we should be allowed to. Yeah. At home, last home and away game of the year. Um, I don't see any harm in it. But, no. you know, I'm, I'm obviously going to be biased. But, yeah, I think we should be allowed to wear that. Yeah, At least sure. one. The home showdown every year, there's no... I reckon at least two. I reckon you should wear it for both showdowns, to be honest. But I mean, yeah, at least your home your home showdown. So those two losses you were saying, you reckon maybe Brisbane and Melbourne you can afford? Are they the two you put down? I've got I've got them as losses. I think they're the ones that are most likely to lose. Hmm. Um, Melbourne, I think they're just a cut above the rest at the moment. You play them at home, although there's a lot of pressure. Home, so it, it won't really matter, to be honest. <laughs> um, the other thing. Is Brisbane at the Gabba? We hate playing at the Gabba. Mm. Last year got pumped there. The year before we got, I think we got pumped there. Um, we haven't beaten Brisbane for a while, so I think if we win against Brisbane mm. round one up at the Gabba, we win all six. I don't care what you say. Yeah, bro. No, you could definitely. Yeah, you'll beat Brisbane. You smack Hawks. You smack Adelaide in the showdown. Melbourne, you'll beat them. You're playing at home. Carlton, easy game. West Coast, mate, you're flying. Yeah, 6 0. 6 0. And at the end of the season, just taper off a little bit so you finish third instead of first. Yeah. And then we're set. Yeah, I hope Kenny's listening because um, that's <laughs> my plan. <laughs> Good man. All right. So let's. Uh, so the prediction is in all honesty, you, you said a minimum is make a grand final and you expect that they can win it. Let's hear it, Ant. Port Premier. Yeah. I'm, I'm tipping us to make the grand final. I think we'll finish third. And I do think we will win the flag. Mm-hmm. It's not my prediction, but I just think we will. Well, if we the, make it, we win it. What's the, predi- what's the prediction then, the honest prediction? I think Melbourne win the flag. Again, back to back. I back think to they back. go back to back. I, just, I don't know how you can go into a, a final series, be a cut, cut above the rest, pump the dogs over in Perth after they've come off such a good run um, and then come into a season and not do it all over again. Um but a lot of teams will challenge, and if there's one team to do it, it's going to be my boys. I like it. Hey, let's end with 10 quick questions. This is a fun stuff, Ant, all right? Yep. So, easy one first. Uh, who wins Port's best and fairest this year? I've gone outside the box. I, I, Carl Amon. Carl Amon. I love this man, and yep. I think... He had a good uh, season last year. A very good season. I'm lucky yep. not to get into the All-Australian 22, but he's capable of uh, having another good year. He's got a contract on the line as well, so uh, that might even boost his stocks a bit more, and I think he'll win the BNF. Oh, I like that. All right, who wins the goal kicking? Your boy, Georgiatis? Yeah. yeah, I thought so. I had a feeling you'd say that. Um, if you had to replace Ken Hinckley with one other AFL coach now, who would it be? Well, he's not on the list at the moment, but Alistair Clarkson's coming oh, out Clark, the coaching okay. in 2023. That's right. He might be at the Suns, but yeah, no, all right. We'll replace him. Done. Uh, if say something unforeseen happened to Adelaide Oval, you couldn't play any more games in South Australia. What current AFL ground would you choose to play all Port Adelaide home games? Oh, well, we've got a good run there at the moment, so Marvel. Marvel. All right, yeah, we're nice. Eight, we're, we're eight zip at the moment, I think, there. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So roof, roof open or closed, do you like? 
Ah, oh, close it. No, we were shitting it. We're shitting the <laughs> open, mate. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, if you had to trade Ollie Wines for one other player in the comp, who are you going to choose? Oh. Oh, okay. Um, send over um, Christian Petrarca. Oh, done deal. Done. Yeah. He kicks goals. He'd be handy. Um, yep. Which AFL team do you hate the most? Oh, now, the obvious would be to say Adelaide, but you know, you, you oh. said to me off air, you said they're like a little brother that you don't really care about because they're not that good, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't really care about them because we beat them up all the time. <laughs> um, at the moment, every team I hate seems to suck. Who, tell me who. who who's the Adelaide. one you hate? I don't like Adelaide because of the rivalry, Collingwood because of the prison bars, and West Coast caused me so much emotional trauma in 2017 that I'm still not over that. So yeah, probably I'll go with Collingwood, prison right. bars. Yeah, Collingwood. Yep, good choice. Uh, Robbie Gray and Charlie Dixon are not playing. Who would you choose to kick a goal after the siren to win the game? Oh. Oh. Oh, there's not a lot I trust with the goal kicking. Mitch Georgiatis, I love his technique. Yeah, Georgiatis. Um, what's your go-to food at the footy? James, there's this chicken burger at the Adelaide Oval. I've never I'm been to the Adelaide you. Oval, so yeah, when, chicken when, burger. When you come to the Adelaide Oval, you get the chicken burger, mm. and I'm telling you right now, it's the best thing you'll eat. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I'm going to try that. I will. I'll yeah. come. We'll have a beer and I'll have a chicken burger with you. All right. Beer, I'll... chicken burger. The chips are good. We'll throw in some little chicken bites and away we go. Perfect. Done. What's the price like? Is it pretty pricey over there as well? Oh, yeah. Bring your wallet. Yep. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> of so. um, If you could look exactly like one Port Adelaide player, who would it be? Travis Boak. Travis Boak. That's a very quick answer. And I think you said that last time as well. That was oh, my he's a gorgeous man. <laughs> you do love him. He's a gorgeous man. All right, last one. Now, you might have to think about this, but if you had to pick a song to replace Never Tear Us Apart at the start of the game, what song would it be? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I'd don't. i have it silence. Silence? What about the Rocky that... theme song or something? Oh, yeah, no, Rocky. Yeah, the, the Tiger. Oh, the, the tiger. tiger. There you go. See? There you go. Yeah. Oh, look at that. No wonder. I know. There's a Rocky poster in my room. I shouldn't even know. I should know that. You should have said that. They do. They call you the Port Adelaide Rocky over there in, uh, in <laughs> South Australia. You're a good man. And they tell everyone where they can uh, listen to your stuff, watch your stuff. Where do they tune in? Um, well, you can go to YouTube, look up the pair, and you'll find my face talking all things Port Adelaide and um, AFL as well. And uh, also... I'm going to give a shout out to the Inner Sanctum because mm. uh, I've recently joined them. Great content. They'll cover more than just Port Adelaide, all your sports as well. So, um, yeah, look that up and look up the pair on YouTube. And I think you have a good a good afternoon after work uh, watching a bit of content. Brilliant. Send all your abuse his way. He loves it. Hey, eh? the good news <laughs> is, Ant, that we're going to be chatting uh, a lot this year, okay? We'll tune in with you very, very regularly. So I'm really glad to have you on board, mate. And I appreciate you uh, taking time out to uh, have a chat today. Nah, thanks, mate. I'm looking forward to a big year ahead uh, on footy, mate. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks, mate. Good luck to Port. Thank you. Cheers.